Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. It's 4 o'clock in Los Angeles, 6 o'clock in Chicago, and 7 p.m. here in the Big Apple, New York City. Hello, everybody. Mad Dog Scipio on a Tuesday night with you. Joined as I am each and every week by the mouth of the South herself, Amelia the Pitbull Chapman. And tonight, a very special guest is back, as he <laughs> is very often these days, the rowdy rev himself, Ooh. Pastor Steve Pukowski. <laughs> so, Amelia, how you doing, kid? Doing good. What kind of response from last night's show? Oh, really? We did, um, yeah, we did. <laughs> we did an interesting show last night, Rev, called the funniest TikToks, and we were just a million. I was just laughing our ass off. But then we talked about the serious nature of TikTok, about how um, their rules apply to certain people. Oh, and how they don't apply to other people. Oh, I know. And that's going to tie into tonight's conversation. Beautiful. Because I got some things to say about that. Oh, I, I'm sure you you got uh, some unloading to do tonight. Oh, we'll keep get it to real. that in a minute. But I want to get the get Amelia's uh, insight from last night. So what did you think of last night's show? Uh, we had we had some wonderful videos, but I just wish that we could have shown a couple that we're not able to show because. You know, to me, they should have been able to be seen because just because you can't say a certain word instead of saying dead, you have to say unalive. Come on, give me a break. Let me tell listen to this one. You're not even going to believe this. On TikTok, you'll get banned if you say the word dead or kill. You have to say, you can't say suicide either. You have to say, uh, Joe Smith unalived himself. What the hell is that? It's Will you, you please can't, explain this because I have still have no idea. Yeah, you can't say dead. You have to say unalived, which Why? is another Wait, word for that. Apparently, because it's China, there, don't forget TikTok is owned by a Chinese, the Chinese mafia, basically, right? Right. Is who owns it? That's for real. And so, it's like a bad mojo or bad juju. If you use the word dead or kill right in their culture, and I don't get it, I don't understand it, but you can't say uh Joe Smith committed suicide. You have to say Joe Smith unalived himself. And then if somebody kills someone, it's a person A unalived person B. Yeah, correct. This is the shit we're talking about. You can't do that. But you can show a dead body. Right. But you can't say it's dead. You says you have to say it's an unalive I mean, body. With all due respect, a lot of these people eat cats and dogs in their culture. That's my hello. I, I said mean, this. But you can show that. They do. But you but you can show animal abuse. Yeah, right. this is okay. Fucking savages. Right. They are. Yeah. The truth. They absolutely are. And when I did a sh when we were doing a show with uh, a killer with Ramirez, when I was showing the pentagram on the hand, they banned me for that. For yeah, they day. banned. You know the Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez. Yeah, he had a pentagram on his hand, uh -huh. and he went like this in court and showed it to the judge. Do you know that YouTube banned that video? I had to take that section out. What the fuck is wrong with these people? Find out. Let me know. The, well, I know what's wrong with them. I mean, I'm going to talk from a pastoral perspective. They're just they're. We don't fight against flesh and blood, but against principalities and rulers of this dark world. Yeah, it's Satan. It's literally, yeah. and right. these they're doing this shit on purpose because they want people to fight. 
They want people to get Thank pissed you. off. They're baiting people. I am so people. glad to hear him say right. this. That's what they want. Because it's finally our kind of pastor. That's what we've right. been saying this for. I've been saying this for how long has this show been on the air? Six years now? Right. I've been saying this for six years on the air. Okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. This is what the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Now, finally got validation from clergy. Okay. Right. That I know I'm not, well, I'm a little crazy. But well, I'm not I am nuts, too. okay? That's the thing. I'm crazy, but I'm not nuts, mm -hmm. okay? So even I'm like that. fun crazy. But here's the thing, Pastor, because we're going to get into, yeah. we're going we're gonna to get deeply into this. But I want to set the tone here. Sure. Because it's really important. Tonight's show is an open forum. We're, it, tonight's anything goes. If you guys are out there and you want to jump in on this, trust me, there's plenty of room for everybody to, to be heard tonight. Oh, yeah. Um, because we, uh, we're, we're not going to hold back. So um, let me just get into it. Last <laughs> night we had a hell of a show talking about uh, the funny side of TikTok and the lighter moments. Um, but along with that came, you know, some serious moments about, you know, uh, who decides what's appropriate. And, huh. and is, that's the question of the day. Oh, yes. Tonight we're going to, to tie that into wow. our open forum, Anything Goes, because because I got some things to say about that, but I'm going to hold off. I'm going to I'm going to let Pastor Steve kind of unload on this because oh okay, you know, hypocrisy, folks, doesn't just exist on social media or what I call unsocial media, like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, True TikTok, uh, you know, YouTube, all that stuff. That's all. That's all social media, okay? Absolutely. And and so there's plenty of blame to go around, right? There's plenty. I mean, there's plenty for everybody. Uh -huh. But there's also plenty of blame in the private sector, like churches yep. and businesses. Yep. And people don't understand this. Absolutely. But the church is not a public sector. It's a private sector. That's right. You know why? Because churches are run by dioceses. Yep. And that's a private enterprise. Your diocese is a business, ladies and gentlemen. They're not doing good just for the sake of it. They're making money. How do you think the priests and nuns are getting paid? Yeah. Now, with us, the beautiful thing about the AOC, the, and I'm not talking about politics. I'm talking about Anglican Orthodox. Yeah, he's not talking about the, that, that lady in New York. <laughs> anything but liberal we're a very conservative denomination and we adhere to the king james bible just a very conservative denomination one thing i love about them is that we can own our like the congregation owns the building it's the building owns itself we don't pay a diocesan quarterly fee or anything mm. and it's up to the the denominate our church, local church, to pay the pastor's salary, whatever yeah. tie they make, whatever. Um, and a lot of us just volunteer that these days, post pandemic, volunteer more time because the church needs extra help, right? But I gotta say, the uh, Anglican Orthodox Church was started, um, out of the Episcopal Church because the Episcopal Church was falling away from God, from the truth. I'm going to just be they honest. They became very liberal, didn't they? Yep. And so all the Episcopal clergy, a lot of them, went over to Bishop Jerry. <laughs> and um, so we're still Episcopalian, but we are the Episcopal Church before it went liberal. And so that's that's the best thing about us. So. Yeah, I never met Pastor, I mean, and uh, Bishop Jerry Ogles, who, by the way, is the presiding pastor over the Anglican Church uh, uh, of at this for the whole country. Uh, or the it's East international. Coast. It's international now. It's Anglican. Oh, and is he the head of the international? He is. Is he really? He's heading the international. Yeah, I never met him, but I like the way this guy thinks. I told him. I like what the way he. He's this guy's got brass balls. He does, and he does not care what he people don't give say. a shit. <laughs> and I, I like a guy like that. He, he and he's good. He, he's a man's man, and that's what I gotta say. And he's a, he's a decorated officer, you know, and from the service, right. you know, he served yeah. this country, and just a good. He's a good old boy. He's a good Southern boy too. Good man. Right. Good man. A lot of respect for that man. Amelia. Yes. 
What is on your mind tonight? What do you need to vent about? <laughs> well, I mean, it's just that, you know, like like you were saying yesterday that, you know, TikTok should allow us to do that. But even like in the workplace. No, but like it's. Back up. Hold on. Hold on. You're not going to piggyback no. with my coach. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying like, you know how you, you should be allowed I to say what you Amelia want. I want to unload what she. I don't right. care if it's home, work. Right. The people in your neighborhood. Mm -hmm. get <laughs> right. No, I'm saying you should be allowed to say what you want. But... And unload. <laughs> I know, you should be allowed to. to be a badass. Go ahead. <laughs> you Turn should be allowed to. to <laughs> you should be allowed to say what you want or do without being afraid to lose your job. You and, can, because you're yeah. on What's the Buzz, America's Best yeah. Podcast. And, you know, without thinking you're going to go crazy or lose your mind, and, and it hurts because you, uh, especially with a, a job that you love and you had to quit. And that's what yeah. happened to me. The, tell Pastor about that. Tell our listeners. Yeah, yeah what, I mean. What did you had to do? Listen to yeah. this one, folks. I, I had a nice, really cushy job. I've been there for four and a half years almost, and well, the half a year part, you know, was toward the end, but uh, my manager was great. Then she decided to move up and then I had a nice little corner, little desk. I wasn't bothering anyone. And then all of a sudden, you know, I got this different manager and she decided to tell us, uh, okay, well, this call, this call, this call. But that was like from a year ago. She wasn't even my manager at that time. And then she started picking on me. And then she started, she moved me to a desk as soon as you walk in. And then every time she came in, she micromanaged me. It's like, you know, it's like, I have not done a damn thing to you, lady. And here you are picking on me for no damn reason. I'm not done a damn thing to you. Can and you I think tell everybody what the actual reason was, like you told me? Yeah, she's Hispanic, for one. And she expected me to take Spanish calls, which I didn't want to. Because where I live here in yeah. Florida, there's so many different Hispanics that there's Colombian, Puerto Rican, Mexican, all uh, different dialects, all different, different dialects, exactly. And we get graded on these calls. And if I get a zero or so many zeros, you get rolled up. Oh, I'm not gonna risk myself doing that for one. No, no. Mm -hmm. And exactly. And if she has her little click, because like for well, example, here's the thing that got me though about that, Amelia. Yes. I'm just gonna tell Pastor. Right. Here's the thing that got me about that, which is very interesting. It was a Hispanic woman that was giving her shit. Exactly. My that own race. She was Mexican. She would be too. protected. Yeah. And she's Mexican. The other too. thing, Amelia, that you that maybe you didn't think of mm -hmm. is the level of jealousy between what you're doing and what your manager was doing. Right. You know? Well, she's Mexican too, of all things. Can you believe it? And yeah, and you're Mexican as well. Yes, and I was getting a lot the of full blooded Mexican you'll ever see. <laughs> right, the lightest one. Right? Mexican. And I and was she gonna... burns in the sun. I do. <laughs> Have I you said... ever done your lineage, like your ancestry? Not as far as maybe my grandparents, my great great grandparents are from Mexico. That's as far as I went. Well, you probably have. You know, this happens. European in you. I mean, could be. You know. You look like mm -hmm. you could just say you pass for Italian, even. I'm waiting. Here's the best part. We're French. Her maiden name is Bolario. That sounds Italian. That's Italian. Yeah. Well, they originally was with a V, was like Victor, but oh, my grandfather. Bolario. Yes. Oh, really? That's yeah. like Bolero up here. Exactly. The gas station up the yeah. street. We have my a neighbors. chain of gas stations up here called Bolero. Yeah, and uh, supposedly we have some oil that we own, but I'm not really sure where that's... You're a Amelia, I, I think you're a check your, Yeah, check your lineage. Really? You might be a goomba, you never know. I think so. <laughs> you might be Italian. That's probably why I speak some Italian very well. Right? What's the matter you? <laughs> I'll get you all the Italian you need to know. This is a fungal. <laughs> this is up your ass. This I is... <laughs> I don't give a shit. This right, is, and, yeah. and then of course the Maloikis like <laughs> give somebody the horn. All right, that's all you need to know. Okay, <laughs> and Steve's mother Lonnie will teach you the rest, <laughs> especially all that good cooking. Right? Um, I'm, I'm, I guess you can see it in me. I'm half. Right? So, yeah, Steve is half. I'm fifty Russian. Ah. If you can believe English, this. English Russian, English yeah. Russian. I thought for years that you were Polish, Russian. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah. Rus- Russian, English, and uh Because he has Italian. a name that sounds Polish. Kwiatkowski. Right. Yeah, Kwiatkowski. Uh-huh. Uh, it could be Russian, Lithuanian, yeah. Polish. It's all that European block. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent European. That's for sure. Between Italian, yeah. Italian, English, yeah. and I'm European. And he was raised in an Italian household. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, true. Sure was. Um, yeah, I got a couple things I want to vent them. I want to wait. I was going to ask you. Give, what's that? What, what What was your? It's your turn now. What you want to vent? <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what. I want to vent on big time. <laughs> I want to vent. No, I'm serious. I want to vent on inequality. In the society we live in, Amen to that. I'm going to tell you why. Here's what here's what's bothering me deeply. Bothering me too. I was thinking about it. Yeah. It 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 seems that this society that we lived in, everything's upside down. Good is bad. Bad is good. good. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're you're living among a society that rewards bad behavior. behavior. Yes. And that it irks the shit out of me because when somebody does something nice genuinely out of the kindness of their heart they're looked upon as suspicious like what's what do they want what's in it for the ulterior motive the exactly the ulterior motive well here's the ulterior motive how about i just want to do something nice for somebody yep how about like forget the 20 questions okay how about you just let me do what i want to do nice and shut the fuck up and enjoy what I do for you, right? But that's not good enough mm-hmm. because we live in a suspicious society where everything and everyone, by the way, Pastor, everything and everyone is suspect. I know. And they're all subjected to a level of scrutiny like never before. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. That bothers me. I'm dealing with two right now. As you, yeah. Well, you're going to get a chance to Yep. You are going to get a chance to talk about that right now, Mm -hmm. my nephew. I can do that. Roll, roll with it. This is open forum. Anything goes, and the rowdy rev is up to bat. I'm up to bat, and I got to tell you something. There comes a point in time when you got to say enough is enough. Yesterday, enough was enough. Let me just start there for a minute. There's this guy who's been getting help from the church, from myself, for several months, about 10 months. The last two to three months, I've been trying to help this guy get housing. I wrote him an eloquent letter, had notarized it with the church's legal stamp, gave it to social services, and he had one task, to call there and check on the status of his housing or go there personally. This guy says, no, I got to pay for storage. His mother passed away. God rest her soul. Yeah. And so he wants to pay for a storage bin for all of her stuff still because he can't be detached from her and even her stuff. Yeah. It's gotten that bad. Mm -hmm. So I said, Chris, I said, what's the priority? You dying out in the woods from the cold elements? He's living, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and uh, forgive me for for interrupting, Pastor. No, I have I personally you help him too. So. I went into the woods. I trekked into the woods, bringing this young man a battery pack and a phone charger. Right. Okay. He he got an hour's worth of charge out of it because he must have put it on his phone and just let it roll and roll. I had three days worth of charge on this battery. Yeah. Three days worth of charge that he used in under an hour, because yeah. he had to just been going, uh, you know, just constantly with this thing plugged in. It's not meant to work that way. You're supposed to charge your phone for with emergency it. uses only. Right. Exactly. And he just doesn't care. You know, he no, wants- he doesn't. He's a, he's a guy that doesn't give a shit. And I'm gonna so- tell you something, folks. I yeah. walked into this woods. Have you been there into the woods over there? Yet? I haven't been to his campsite. I have. I've been there twice. Uh, first time I went there, he wasn't there. Second time I went there, he wasn't there. Both times he was out. But I did run into him one time, uh, him coming out of the woods. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about doctor's appointments. Well, he said he was going to a doctor's appointment, which I know was a lie because he was, didn't go. Yeah, of course. What he ended up doing was 
going up to the blood bank and selling blood for money. Yeah. The, um, we that, have a blood bank up well, the street from the house. Yeah. And, like, it's, it's really bad, guys. I mean, so I finally got to the point. He had, he had the nerve to text me yesterday and say, hey, by the way, can you take me up to social services? I completely lost it because I've always been saying to him, I'll take mm -hmm. you up there. I said, look, dude, I can't. I'm sorry. And that was what I said. He texts somebody from church and says to her, I wouldn't bother with Pastor Steve anymore. He's given me the cold shoulder. You should stay away from him, too, because he's just not the person I think he, he, he used to be. That's all I had to hear. I said, no. I said, how about you driving me to that point? You think everybody should cater to you, but you don't want to help yourself. Thank you. So guess what? Yes. You are cut off for now on. Leave me alone and mm -hmm. leave the congregation alone. Yes. But I use a little more colorful language. I was so mad. And he need he needs to be he needs to be chastised for that. He also needs to understand yep. that God truly does help those who help themselves. You can't be and lazy. You can't. He's not helping and he's capable of helping himself and i wish i were capable of helping myself with a broken back yeah okay and that's the thing i can't do what i want i would love to, to do stuff for people but i can't right because i have rods and screws holding my 64 year old back together yeah and okay. so they're and this guy it. is 42 years old folks and living in the woods in a tent in a tent on purpose on purpose and he has them and he's been given everything on a silver platter and yeah. but he and he, he comes gives, from money yeah hmm. and he he has a bit of issue psychologically schizophrenia well yeah, when i told him to go for his disability he says i don't want that i don't want a label on me so you would rather be poor sleeping mm -hmm. in the cold 30 degree elements mm -hmm. in the woods getting rained on Getting yes. sick, you complain about your heart having issues, then to bite your pride. I told you, pride cometh before the fall. My friend, scripture even says it. Yeah. Your pride's your downfall. But now he wants me to cater to him after I've been begging him to go to social services, yeah. drop what I'm doing, and just. I happen to know that the pastor like, no. No. has been helping this kid for at least the last seven, eight months. Yeah. I know that right. for a fact. Anytime he needs his phone charged, mm -hmm. I, and I've been, I was busy. And it's strategic because where his, now imagine this, mm -hmm. where his um, campsite is, I could walk there in five minutes because it's literally up the street from my house. Mm. Okay. I mean, that's close. He's another five minutes from his campsite to the church where yep. Pastor Steve lives. And Steve's church and his house. Are, are together. They're next to each other. Yeah, we're on a couple acres. It's a big property. Yeah, he's got a, um, he's got a, his home, and his church is on um, you know with a, a parking lot and a church. And then oh, an the um, acreage and farm. Yeah, and they got a, a great you know little setup there. Yeah, I think God you know cleared it out with his hands and said, "Steve, this <laughs> <laughs> over here." Yep. Now, let me ask you a question about that, Steve. How about this? Yep. Here's something that nobody thought about. Maybe, or maybe you did think about. It. I don't know. Sure. Um, what if he were to get out of the woods and camp in your woods? I, because um, you got a pretty sprawling property. I, I own a lot of property. I, I, I look. I told him I never, I wouldn't care if he did, but the barrow does come back there. Yeah. They, they, because they're. Because they're afraid if someone messes with the church building. So mm -hmm. even though it's private property, the town is very protective of the church. Yeah. Because it's mm -hmm. a historic bill. We restored it. Mm -hmm. So the police are always making sure pastor's property is going to be fine. You know, we here the, the, uh, the ironic mm -hmm. thing of all of this, Pastor Steve. Yeah. Here's the ironic thing, ladies and gentlemen. The pastor just bought. I can't even believe he got this for 150 bucks. He bought a trailer, <laughs> a pretty nice size one. Yeah, big camper. He bought it on 
Facebook for $150. Here's the best part, Amelia. Right. I delivered it to him. Wow. Drove it to him. Okay. Can't be wow. if if Chris played his cards right, yeah, I'll bet you he could have lived there, but he blew oh, that. Wow. He blew that up with his disrespect toward me after all I did for yeah. him. So you know, you he get could have lived in that, like had a yeah. roof over his head. Yep. And I remember I was with him every single day while his yeah. mother was dying. Wow. I didn't leave his side. Wow. And for yeah. him, so there comes a point where you just have to. Right. Exactly. I remember, life. folks, he said Facebook, not Bookface. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, Bookface. Oh, yeah, right. It's book time for a commercial break real quick, by the it way. It is. We are at the 720 mark, folks. And so uh, we will be right back in two minutes and 29 seconds right after this. Just wanted to start a business when something surprising happens. Today, I'm going to teach you how to crochet... She started crocheting, like a lot, and her friends noticed. Jess, you need to sell those. So she signed up for Shopify and started building her business. Yes, I love that. And after a lot of hard work, this happened. Oh my gosh, I just made my first sale! You see, every day, hundreds of businesses get their first sale on Shopify. We got things. And the next could be you. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life and become your own boss, build it on Shopify. Do you have sweaty balls or volleyball netty balls? It's time to make them ready balls. The Manscaped.com Lawnmower 3.0 will do the job and clean your knob with its patented no-nick head so your head will function as desired. Enter promo code WRESTLINGFUTURE for a generous 20% discount. That's enter WRESTLINGFUTURE for a 20% discount. Manscaped.com and Wrestling with the Future going balls to the walls with Manscaped.com and the Lawnmower 3.0 your balls will thank you. And so will we. You're gonna die. Hey, Napre. Kaya siguro lagi nakatingin. Kasi yun na lamang ang magagawa. Inaabangan ako na mawala. Kaso lang ang malala na daba kakatingala. Game? Saka punta to the moon Road trip Vroom vroom Stir stir Zoom zoom Go time better up I can help Best time let me get ahead of myself Put your bow in my mind Tell me you don't wanna get shelled Why so silly at the lotto and tell Why still with me I'm bothered We are back. What's the buzz? America's best podcast with Amelia, the Pitbull Chapman, the Rowdy Rev, Pastor Stephen Cassidy, and yours truly. Cheers. Mad Dog. Right. We, are, we are in open forum tonight. Amelia, what else do you feel like venting about? Well, what, like, give me something that really gets under your skin. Let's let's get personal here. Okay. I, I was going to say about that because. Um, Jeff, now hold on a minute. Let me set this up. Okay. Now, your your wonderful husband Jeff has had some setbacks. Oh, that he one. He's home, mm -hmm. and he's recuperating, but he hasn't. He hasn't been recuperating. He he hasn't really you know been able to get up or do anything. So how does it feel having to cater to him? <laughs> uh, cater or wait on him hand and foot? You mean? Oh, there you go. Okay, so unload. Well, first of all, of course, you know. It was okay for him to be in the hospital because there he'd be taken care of. And then, of course, the rehab, which is a different story. But mm. when he came home, it's like, uh, I need this. I need that. Do this. Do that. Help me with this. I mean, fucking stop. Right. Just like this morning. Uh, I need something cold to drink. Uh, empty this for me. Because he has, of course, the pee thing, of course, because he can't get up and do nothing. Sure. And it's all he does is just freaking lay there, watch TV, and smoke his cigarette. I'm sick of it. 
And so is my son. My son has to be here to take care of him. My son is not feeling very well himself. Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's got two good. guys at home. Her son, uh, when I, I won't say his name, um, and I only Jeff because uh, we've met, we've had Jeff on the show before mm -hmm. uh, with you. Uh, so, and uh, let's be clear about it. You know, your husband has had some really traumatic setbacks. What can he do for himself? Let's let's be objective and realistic. What can yeah. Jeff do for himself? Well, let's see. Of course, he can eat. Um, of course, and use the restroom. Um, as far as peeing, that's it. But um, he, how about like if he has to to get up? Is it easy for him? Get up. He can't get up. We have to actually. He has to sit up. We have to move his legs and actually lift him up with this lift thing that we have. It's a crank, and oh, I yeah. can put him in a wheelchair. But he can't really get in a wheelchair. He's in that bad of shape now. Yes. Yeah, because he has a wound. From uh, I guess. Well, can you tell everybody how this all happened? Or you want me to tell them? Uh, if you want to go ahead. Because yeah, uh, I'll make it real simple. Her husband, Jeff, had an infected hip. He had bone on bone yes. rubbing against each other. It was supposed to give him um, like six to eight weeks of rehab. Mm -hmm. Well, they ended up re injuring him in rehab. rehab. Yes. So he had to leave mm -hmm. there and go to the hospital. It's terrible. Okay. So he yeah. gets to the hospital and they can only keep him there so long because the insurance was only going to pay for like whatever limited time, right? Right. Okay. So now they send this poor bastard home with a hospital bed that they bring. They put a ramp mm -hmm. in, right? They put a ramp in. Finally, yes. For, you know, to, to wheel him up and down the, the, the walkway to from, I guess, from your driveway to the door, right? Yeah, it's a really small ramp. I mean, it's a really, it's just right there, so that's convenient, thank goodness. Okay, and so, to get him outside a little bit. Yes. But so, but he hasn't been out much. He hasn't been out since he got him home. From oh my the, God. You know, from he the hasn't uh, been out ambulance. Yeah, from the ambulance to the inside, that's the only time he's been out. It's been months. Oh my God! Yeah, been months. How old? Yeah, since June, when we found out he wasn't feeling well in June, and we found out he had sepsis. If we had waited a week, he wouldn't be here. Yeah, that's true. He had sepsis in the hospital. Mm -hmm. He right. contracted. You're supposed to go to the hospital to get well, not to not to get worse. Uh, correct. Yeah, and so he goes to the hospital. Which, by the way, folks, the worst place to go to get well is a hospital. If you yeah. want to get well, stay the fuck home. Hey, look. I'm serious. Or the rehab place here in Dade City called the Dade City Rehab, which they've say, changed it so many times. People actually die from there. We had a patient oh, where sure. I work at now. He recently passed away, supposedly in his sleep. Nah, I don't think so. Well, first of all, rehabs, don't forget what they are, okay? Listen to me. And I hate to be blunt about this, mm -hmm. but rehabs are businesses, they're that in is. the business of making money. Yes. Not in the business of you know, making people well. You know, nursing homes too at the same right. time. Go ahead. Tell everybody. You know who usually owns those rehabs, right? No. Orthodox Jews. Jews. Jews, yeah. Orthodox. Orthodox Jews are huge. They own a lot of them. They, they own, own conglomerates. Oh, yeah. And there also was a nursing home too that he was at. Well, there's a big facility yeah. here, Amelia, in New Jersey that um, the governor's wife actually runs it. Oh. It's called Lakewood. Hmm. Lakewood Rehab. Our governor's wife is the head of this group. Was she Nurse Ratchet? Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. But the people who who own the company are all Orthodox Jews and that we're not, they are. we're not shitting on the Jews, but that's the, who owns it. That's the same. Yeah. It, it's a Most... public record. You can go look it up. Mm -hmm. Lakewood rehab, New Jersey. Orthodox. I wouldn't doubt it here. Probably. And... That's what I'm saying. Mostly they do. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. And so, then it's. Um, just... So what, what's the plan now? Well, I mean, you sound like you're really frustrated. It about, is. About it's... Jeffrey. So what do you. It's, what we're gonna do now. It's frustrating because it's like he doesn't want to do anything but just lay there and watch TV, and we have to. Oh, smoke. 
the the wound nurse comes every so many days and my son has to change him of course and you know clean him up uh and then supposedly when the wound heals in a couple of months maybe that's what the wound that's what he said the wound nurse said then maybe he'll have his hip replacement and then maybe after that he'll go to rehab to walk we'll see about that i mean he'll be 62 this month he's young Oh, when's his birthday? Uh, December twenty third. Oh, he's a Christmas Zeke. baby. Yeah, Zeke's the twenty second. Oh, he's a Christmas baby. Wow. Oh, how oh, Cindy's tuning in. I just got her text. Hi, Cindy. Hey, Hi, Cindy. Cindy. Okay. Hey, Cindy. How you doing, kid? Yeah. I hope you're staying out of trouble. <laughs> and if you're not, give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> or what does she want to vent about, right? Cindy, <laughs> you can come on and vent about Yeah, Cindy, listen, if you want to come on and vent yeah. with us, absolutely. And uh, so, so, I mean, it's just... here's what I think. Mm-hmm. And you can tell me to go fuck off or whatever. No, go ahead, tell me, please. I think Jeff needs to get out of the bed and sit on a chair. I think I he have been showing him that. Thank he's you. going to end up what he's doing, and let me be very clear: I am in no way giving medical advice. I am just suggesting some common sense. As a friend, as a friend, as right? A friend. So here's yeah. what, because you know, I like Jeff. Yeah. And and that, and I missed my conspiracy stuff. Could he's you please to- tell him and call him and say, "Hey, look." <laughs> I may do that tomorrow. I may call him just to break his balls. Yeah, please. Um, yeah, Jeff, I hope you're watching this show, Jeff, because <laughs> I'm going to call you and bust your chat. <laughs> um, and make sure Joseph shows him. Um, but here's the thing, though. Uh, now, uh, Amelia's son, uh, he's got some health issues, too. Now, he's yeah. a young guy, like 30. He'll he's be 30 just, in January, actually. 30 in January. Mm-hmm. When's his birthday in January? January 10th. That's right. You're doing that wrestling show. Mm-hmm. You're going to celebrate his birthday by premiering your new wrestling show. He wants to actually pr- uh, do his uh, birthday like that weekend. So. Yeah, you're going to have a weekend party from a little, little cake or something. Something but like Jeff- that. Right? Jeffrey and Joe are pretty much homebound. Uh, okay, yeah. but, but Joe drives. Yes. That's the thing. That he helps. drives. Mm-hmm. Amelia doesn't drive. She's got to get driven to work every day. And so that's a, a problem. Have you seen the way these people drive here in Florida? Uh-uh. <laughs> that's why I live in New Jersey. <laughs> but I did, I did do this one thing. I got my I got my voters registration, which says Republican. Finally, they finally fixed it. Oh, you And I got my I got my ID. Good. And I got me a booklet, a driver's booklet, so I could read oh, good it. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Never uh, too late, right? Yeah. Pastor is back up to yes. bat. <laughs> It's open form. Anything goes with the rowdy rev. Pastor, by the way, it's pastor is the um, the shepherd over the. And I want you guys to please write this down. And I'm going to give you his number in a minute too. Pastor Steve Wachowski is the pastor of Union Protestant Church. It's an Anglican church in Clementon, New Jersey, at 22 Naylor Avenue. Pastor's number is eight five six eight nine six. Seven three three two five three three five three three two. I knew it. I knew it. Close enough. I knew it. But yeah, five three three two, and that's with no cue card next to me. Oh, that's, that's off actually the top good. of my head. I like it. You Improv know why I'm getting best. smarter? Because I'm drinking herbal tea. That's why. Yay! About brain food, baby. <laughs> I need to do that. I got. We got to regrow some brain tea. cells. Yes. <laughs> I drink my decaf coffee and a cup of herbal tea. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. With no Bible, sugar. And Bible study tomorrow night at 7 p.m. You can also tune yep. in live. Live to watch Absolutely. church on Facebook. Now, uh, do you still banned on Facebook? No. Okay. So we're using your stream or Pastor Dave? Pastor Dave. And okay. then I'll share it over mine. But yeah, you can tune in right. Pastor David Watts yeah. on his find, page Go to Facebook and find David Watts, David R. Watts. He is the pastor, associate pastor of um, the Union Protestant Church, the church in the wilderness. Yep. And yeah, uh, 
And you, if you go there, it look, I'm honest to God, it looks like a little country church in the middle of nowhere. Yep. We and even in, have the old-fashioned bell. Could be in the city. <laughs> it's the truth. It, it takes you back in time, you know, and it I think really people love it. It does. It yeah. looks he's, – he's surrounded by acres and woods. It's very you – know? and it brings you back to what it was over 100 years ago. Yeah. We restored that whole building. It's beautiful. It is a beautiful Let's little talk. Church. We were talking about this last night, Pastor. Talking about um, the hypocrisy of like how certain things get away on TikTok and how uh, how certain people can get away with stuff and how other people like for example, I said last night that and here's the funny thing: we had a video that we talked about earlier where you you can't say dead or killed. <laughs> Guess what? That video came from TikTok. Yes. Funny. The funniest thing is that, okay, so the word dead and killed are in the Bible, first of all. Okay. Well, that's part of the problem with TikTok. Anything religious get booted. Right. So go woke or go broke. You know, the old expression. Yeah, exactly. The new expression, I should say. But it's crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, these people are absolutely out of their mind political correctness um you know it, 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 i i don't even know what to say it, it's lunacy at its best and you know it's a real shame it's that they bizarre. closed yeah it's bizarre they, they closed a lot of state hospitals over the years right but when i was growing up when you guys were growing up if you were nuts you were put in the state hospital yes some of the shit right. they're doing today a guy that thinks he's a woman look I, I know what my manhood looks like. It's obvious that I'm not a woman. You know what I mean? Mm. You know, we all know what we got. You know, and they don't want to be called. Come on now, man. A pronoun. I'm this pronoun. I'm that pronoun. Hey, them. Mm -hmm. Go get. Well, you know, I'd be afraid to talk to some of these medical people today because they're shot out too. Problem is, is that how much too much, you know, when do you say enough is enough? That's I've been and, asking that question for years. And and really show. we've gone and look, the Russians know what kind of what they what members they have on their body. Yeah. Okay. Yes. They don't have to question their gender. The Chinese who's dominating the world, they're not questioning their yeah. gender, what the hell it is. You know, but you got a bunch of woke sissy leftists. Exactly. Um, but and you know and call them what they are, they're a bunch of pussies. They are they, they have no balls, they can't stand up, yeah, they can that's... only speak behind the power of a keypad or a keyboard. Well, here's a good example. The Russians are a very healthy people, right? The Chinese, very healthy people, physically and mentally, right? They're ready for war, they're ready to you go to us, we don't know what the hell what gender we are, we can do whatever the hell we want. We all die because of the obesity rate, and we eat like shit, and we do bad things. There's yeah. no discipline. Right? There's not. There's a free. You, that's mm -hmm. the problem. And you got this, this, um, whatever you call it, Joe Biden jerk face over <laughs> in the white, and, and he's a jerk. He's it a is. jerk. He's a he's a fucking moron. He is. You almost have to feel sorry for our president. Uh, you look at this, Canada. Is dealing with a young guy named Justin Trudeau. Okay. Justin Trudeau is the Prime Minister of Canada. He has a long lineage of politicians in his family mm -hmm. and his history. For a young guy to say the shit that he's saying, I shake my head in wonderment, but I hold out hope because. Justin Trudeau is a young guy. There's hope for him. We don't have that hope. Because mm -mm. Joe Biden is 84 years old. Okay? He's 84 years old. And he's running for a second term as president. Which, that's a scary thought. Yeah. Okay? Many people didn't think he would last this long, quite frankly. And a lot of people don't even think it's him, but that's a whole nother rabbit right. hole. Right. Let's assume it's Joe Biden, okay? Well, well you have to understand, folks, that 
there's he is as good as he's going to get. That's as good as he's going to get. Okay? So when you consider the fact that Joe Biden at 84 years old, that's the best he's going to do, then we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. You know? This right. just in. I just got a message from Zeke. Because you know we live back in the woods. He says there's helicopters flying over the woods with their spotlights on. Looking oh, around, maybe looking for somebody. Yeah. Right. And I told him, lock the door immediately. Yeah. We had that happen the other night around here, folks. Yeah. Um, state police helicopters. Yeah. Um, they were circling around this neighborhood. We're, we're not far from a, um, a holding facility. Mm-hmm. And once in a while, uh, a person or two will escape. Now, right yeah. now, I can tell you that there is a, a maximum security prisoner from Pennsylvania that escaped. Oh, my gosh. He's still on the loose. He may have made his way into New Jersey. That's probably what they're can looking Can I tell for. you something? I feel sorry for him if he gets back there. You know yeah. how our neighbors are. Oh, yeah, they'll kill him. We're locked in. The whole neighborhood's locked and locked loaded. Locked and loaded, yeah. I'll tell you what. Even our police, let me tell you, they protect. They really serve and protect. Oh, yeah. oh yes, they do. In our little country town. Good old boys. They are good old boys. Right? <laughs> and we Take care have- of our own, like Jason Aldean said, right? <laughs> and speaking of commercials, it's a really We are up on one. our second commercial break. Okay. Um, Let's take a look, folks. This is... Uh, our second and last break of the night, and we'll be back in two minutes and 29 seconds. Step one, train the people only to consume. Step two, infiltrate adults with the news. Step three, indoctrinate the children through the schools and the music and the apps on the phones that they use. Step four, separate the right from the left. Step five, separate the white from the black. Step six, separate the rich from the poor. Use religion and equality to separate them more. Step seven, fabricate a problem made a lie. Step eight, put it on the news every night. Step nine, when people start to fight and divide, take control. This is called situational design. You've made iHeartRadio the fastest growing music app in the U.S. Why? Because we connect you to all of your favorite music and radio stations in one free app. And this fall, prepare to take control of how you listen to the radio. Replay. That song on your radio you just can't hear enough? Immediately replay and sing along again. Save. Save the music you love on the radio directly to your playlist. Play. Search for and play any song on demand. Skip. Unlimited skips. Offline. Take the music from your favorite stations offline. Introducing iHeartRadio Plus and iHeartRadio All Access. Your radio now on demand. What's Buzz Podcast wants to welcome Radioactive FM 88.6 in Wellington, New Zealand, Radio Perth, Australia, and RTL Radio 102.5 in Milan, Italy. Welcome aboard, and welcome to the Buzz. Hey, Max, what's going on? I'm X, and from this moment on, I'm going to be your own personal AI DJ on Spotify. Let's go. Up next, I know you've been on a summer song kick lately, so I went back for some of your old summertime favorites. See if it warms you up. Next up, some of the music you had on a lot back in 2018. Do you think of me? All right, Max, let's get you out of your feels and switch up the vibe. You've been into dance music lately. I got this brand new release to get you moving. Introducing DJ, the best of Spotify made just for you on Tap Away. Powered by AI, delivered by me, your very own DJ. We are back with What's the Buzz, America's Best Popcast. Heading into the home stretch with the Pitbull Amelia, the Pitbull Chapman, and the Rowdy Rev, Pastor Steve Kwiatkowski, Union Protestant Church, Clementon, New Jersey, 856-896-5332. Hot damn, I remember that. (laughs) Yes, indeed. So tonight is open forum. 
anything goes speak your mind i'll tell you what as we close out this hour um let's kind of uh go over amelia some of the shows that we've got coming up absolutely we're going to do a best of show i want pastor to join us for that one we got a best of and when are we doing the best of it's going to be the um the it's 16th or the 18th and 19th is going to be the end of the year show and then the best of is going to be the 19th the 18th okay. is going to be the end of the year mm-hmm. so we have oh yeah because we've got johnny whitaker yes coming on on, on the, the 16th. for his birthday yes joining us for his birthday yeah oh yeah and let me break some news for everybody i have this is like major like major celebrity stuff here okay this is we hit the mother load of guests now we talk about a star-studded show we've had star-studded shows before we've had bruce valanche hollywood squares the academy awards mark sotkin emmy award winner the uh the the golden girls laverne and shirley we've had uh, Angelo Capone becoming Jerry Lewis. We've had Phil Solis. We've had oh my God, who else have we had Lacey here? Lacey J. Dalton. Lacey J. Dalton. Sylvia yeah. Houston. Uh, three Music Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. We've had here, but we've got a show coming up on January eighth. Mm-hmm. That's the mother of all celebrity shows. Listen to this lineup, because you're gonna go nuts. Film director Glenn Martin, whose films include Camp Out, When Night Comes, Sacred Ground, The Searching, and In the Shadows. He is a macabre Americana horror film director, one of the best. And joining us is the entire cast of those films. But they, among their own right, are incredible actors and actresses. Listen to this lineup. Michael Paré from Mayday, Eddie and the Cruisers, Eddie and the Cruisers 2. Bob Romanis from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He's a personal and group acting coach as well. Beverly Randolph, Return of the Living Dead and Freaks of Nature. If you haven't seen Freaks of Nature, you better go load it up with some Valium or something because it will scare the shit out of you. Uh, Jennifer Banco, Friday the 13th, The New Blood, and Leatherface, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Brian Saponis has two upcoming films, Cabrini and Wolf Hollow, and Julia Riley plays Tammy on TV's Stranger Things and can be seen in the television film, The Secret She Keeps. That's a mother load. That's the mother load of the who's who of independent film. Let me tell you something, and I'm proud of this. We got them all for one night only on one show, two and a half hours long. There will be nine of us on this program, and maybe ten if the pastor pops in. Yeah. Yes. We're going to use... Every microphone we've got. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna tell you what, it's crazy. But uh, Amelia, that's uh, we pulled it off. And wait a minute, we're not oh. done yet. Hmm. And, well, how's the commercial say? Wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> because the next night we're going to talk about the BTK killer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pastor will join us for that. I show. know about him. Yep, the BTK killer and. In February, we will have Lacey J. Dalton, February 5th. February 6th, Mark Sotkin, the guy that brought us the Golden Girls, Betty White, B. Arthur, Rue McClanahan, and the Shirley. They were yeah. all wonderful. They were. They oh, were, they're all gone no, now. No, they were great. They're all gone. They were really, and, they were good actresses. Yep. They were really good. Yeah, and everybody that Mark worked with is all gone. You know, Penny Marshall, Sad. Cindy Williams. Oh, uh, Penny uh, Marshall Laver- was great. Yeah, Vernon mm-hmm. Shirley. Shirley. He was the writer for that show. Yeah. Sure was. And the producer. Mm-hmm. Mark Sock, and what an amazing, talented guy. Really he, nice guy, he, down to earth. 
very down there. He worked with some of the greatest, like Bob Saget, Robin Williams, um, oh, oh, um, Uncle Melty, uh, no, Louis Anderson, no, not Uncle Melty, but you know what? He's old enough, he may have at some point. Uncle Milty and I have the same birthday, July 12th. Really? Yes. I'm July 10th. I know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. We're all, we're That's why we're all great. Amazing. That's right. I love Shut Uncle Milty. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Well, no, Milton, yeah, it was that laugh. It was that <laughs> laugh. I love Milton Barrel, and I still do. I love the guy. He loves him so much, ladies and gentlemen. He had a friend. That dressed up like <laughs> the Pope one time, looked like Milton Berle wearing the Pope outfit. He had the teeth and everything. He, yeah, he had the big teeth and everything. Crazy. I actually met Milton Berle in Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, in 19... It was 1984, and I was uh, working with uh, uh, my mentor, my radio mentor, Super Lou Seraphine. Oh. We were doing a show at the Valley Forge uh, Hilton in Pennsylvania. Mm. And I remember he said, and my, my friend Lou said, well, there's supposed to be a celebrity coming in tonight, but they won't tell me who. Mm. When he came in, I'm not making a word of this up. Milton Burrow came in dressed from head to toe in drag. Aunt Mildred. That's Aunt, Aunt Mildred. Mildred. Yeah. <laughs> he, and I mean, he had the stockings, the pumps, the hair, the lipstick, the, uh, everything. He was Funny. done up like a beautiful old lady <laughs> and, and wore it all night long. <laughs> you can, I swear to you, can't make it up. And he was pretty sure what gender he was. It was just fun. Wait a minute. I'll give you, I'm going to, this is true. I'm, I'm, I'm not making this up. And we're going to get a little gross here for a minute. <laughs> Milton Berle had so children go go hide the closet. <laughs> Milton Berle had a thirteen-inch cock. <laughs> I'm not kidding. His endowment, he called it. No, he did. They, you, no, they used to call it the anaconda. Oh wow, they did. He he had a thirteen-inch cock, and he would he loved to take his dick out and show people. He did. You I can't, folks. Google it if you think I'm kidding. If you think I'm, I'm not. At no way am I playing with you here. Pardon the pun. <laughs> I make myself laugh. Anyway, I tell you, yeah, Milton Berle. God bless him. He he was a funny guy. Hilarious. He was the first guy. People don't know this. Everybody thinks it was Ed Sullivan. Milton Burrow was the first guy to bring Elvis Presley on television. Yes, he was. And yep. they and they all wrote him because I remember oh man, yeah, they you hate, remember? hate letters, you know, about oh, it. Oh god, oh they crucified <laughs> Uncle Milty. Uncle Milty, but then like they realized someone said to Uncle Milty, You've just created a star or something like that. He brought him back twice. Yes. And so, Ed Sullivan brought him back three times because he had to one up him. Yeah, Milty gave Elvis his start. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he sure did. Well, I'll tell you what. Speaking of getting a start, I'm going to get a start on the show's ending tonight. Um, it is 7:56. Amelia, yes, great show tonight, Pastor Steve. Amazing, amazing show tonight. Uh, I got to tell everybody, it's been a wonderful, wonderful evening tonight. Yes, got Pastor. Uh, we'll see Pastor tomorrow night. Church at 7 p.m. We'll uh, broadcast that. On David R. Watts radio, I'm on radio, on his Facebook station. <laughs> I'm on a David R. Watts radio station. <laughs> I just promoted him. I will. <laughs> he, he's a radio station now. Right. He's, he's funny. He's, he's, he's a funny guy. Now. He is. I like him. <laughs> I think he's going he's gonna to make a nice priest. He really is. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so for Pastor Steve the Rowdy Rev Kwiatkowski, for Amelia, the Pitbull Chapman. I'm Angelo DeCipio. You can call me the Mad Dog. We will see you next Monday at 7 p.m. East Coast time. God willing and the creek don't rise. Be good to each other, folks. Treat each other with love and kindness. That's right. And uh, and, it's, and it's Christmas time. Yes. 
So help somebody out who's less fortunate. Absolutely. Buy a gift for someone. Grab a bag. Put a blanket, some food, some change into a bag. Give this to a homeless person. Give them a blanket. Give them someplace warm to sleep, even if it's for a night or two. You know? Pastor and I have been trying to do that with a young man, and sometimes yeah. people appreciate it, and sometimes they don't. But I'll tell you yeah. what, um, God is good, and uh, and God always provides. Absolutely. Yeah. Till we see you next time. God bless everybody. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.